listening to the BCH Podcast. Welcome back everybody, this is PCH with PCH Zone. So welcome back, it's another Tuesday, the 26th of June. I told you on our last topic that we were going to continue keeping some momentum on this and do more of a routine, continuous basis. So here we are again, another week, and we're back at you. So in our last topic we covered experiments and how you have to make some adjustments throughout the way as you're experimenting. How you shouldn't just jump right into something that's new or that you're trying to venture into. You should get a good feel for it before you give it you know, 100% devotion and attention. And from that topic, we got a lot of questions that came in through our social media following on, dis- on direct messages. So that's a good way to reach us. You can also send us an email pch at hvemedia.com can come directly to me or you can go to our website pchzone.com to access our social media and direct message us through that or leave us some comments and we'll be sure to check them out the team always pours through the comments and if there's some good topics and good things to talk about we will pick them so this one actually got a lot of buzz a lot of people asking the same questions after that previous session which is about experiments and in this session we're going to talk about it how do you know when you should really stop an experiment how do you know when it's gone on and it's too long and the reality is you don't want to run an experiment for too long because that's really a failed project any experiment that's run for too long is really a disaster so you don't want to set yourself up for failure either so you want to know exactly when to stop but the reality is it it really depends it depends on a number of aspects and I'm going to give you some practical advice as to how you can tell when you should stop an air experiment and when it's gone on for too long and when you should maybe dial it back but the true answer is like I said it really depends on what your goals are so first you want to look at your goals and you want to also look at your time frames so if you have some specific goals if they're either diet or workout or some type of new method to do something maybe even a new venture or business that you're trying to kick off the ground if you have certain goals around a few months maybe a couple months you set to lose a certain amount of weight you want to try to understand one are those realistic goals so if they are realistic goals and you've set some very practical goals meaning other people have achieved those goals similar people have achieved those goals in similar circumstances and that's as close as you want to get it to is has someone else have tried something very similar to what you're trying to accomplish within the same time frame and if the answer is yes then there's a good chance that you can you can do the same thing so now let's hone in on the specific goal in the time frame now that we have a good idea as to what the common framework would be so we've got some goals we've got some time frames and they're practical they're realistic so let's say we get into it and we're about you know half a month in or a month into a two-month plan and my goal in two months is to lose 10 pounds if in one month I've already lost four pounds or even three and a half pounds chances are I'm gonna keep keep continuing with that and that experiments actually gonna progress into a full-blown uh, 
a lifestyle change versus an actual diet. Some people use the term diet, but it's really a lifestyle change in how you set yourself up for success. So the reality is if I set a two month time frame and I'm already seeing some pretty decent results and I'd say about a little more than 25% is pretty good. If you're seeing between 15 and 20% results within the time frame you're anticipating, then you want to start looking at it. You want to start looking at, okay, it looks like this experiment's starting to pay off and maybe I need to add another month. Maybe I need to add another few weeks. Maybe there's certain tweaks and those are the little tweaks that I talked about on my last topic, which is when you're going to experiment, you may have to make little tweaks and little adjustments. Those tweaks could be to the goals. Those tweaks could be to the timeframes. Those tweaks can be to the actual concept of what you're trying to accomplish. So maybe you started off as a diet and it's turned into full blown workouts and an entire health regimen, but don't stop your momentum. The point is you don't want to stop your momentum and you want to test but you want to test with realistic goals and within that realistic time frame. And you want to make sure that you understand how confident you are that you, you can truly achieve at least that 20 to 25% ratio of success into your first phase of your goal, your first phase of your project or whatever you're trying to get done. So again, let's give you another practical example is if I'm starting a business venture I'm going to want to do some tests on the idea and I'm going to want to set some time frames. So if my, my business venture is, let's say, to start a new company, maybe a transportation company that's going to help specific types of people get around a specific town. So I start off this transportation company and if I see an uptick in, let's say, two to three months, I set my goals and I see I'm starting to get maybe at least a customer every day within the first week then it seems like I'm doing something right but if I'm not I may want to cut it off I may want to stop it this experiment may have gone on for too long so my, I may actually have to stop this and, and know at this point that this may not be a worthwhile venture for me same thing goes with any other option so the reality is, and I'm not trying to tell you to stop or quit what you're doing, but I'm trying to give you some good practical knowledge. And as you're going through something and you've given it maybe too much energy and it's costing you a lot of energy, time, or even money, and it's dragged out for too long, you may have to put a stop on it. You may have to put some brakes on it. So as you're going through in life and in any situation, make sure you're really assessing just how much progress you're making and as you're getting to that 15 to 20 percent threshold you really want to start looking at how many more changes or little tweaks do you have to make to get it to the 50 percent to get it to 75 percent so that one customer that one uh, transportation that you're actually picking up per week turns into three it turns into five it turns into six per day not just per week but per day you're actually picking up more and more people. So as long as you're seeing that uplift and not a small amount of uplift, you gotta see something substantial that's gonna justify why you're doing it in the first place. So if your, your goal is to lose 10 pounds and you've only lost half a pound into a month of a two month goal, then you have some challenges. You're probably not doing something right. So hopefully within the first week you've already learned enough to know what you need to tweak. 
And again, with anything, use very careful judgment. If you're doing something that may require professional legal advice, make sure you get a lawyer. If you're doing something in business, make sure you get a business partner to help you out. And if you're doing anything in the gym and a diet, make sure you get some helpful advice from somebody that's a professional. As with anything in life, get great expert advice, but make sure that you don't run an experiment for too long and you make the right tweaks and the right changes as necessary. Be confident in those changes and be confident in yourself and your goals and make sure you can hit those time frames. I hope this lesson has helped. This is PCH. Take care.